Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to Garage this morning as we continue our series, Jesus Seals. I want to get out of the way and let this awesome woman of God take us into this healing space. So Father, we thank you. Our minds, a lot of hearts are receptive and we know that you're doing mighty things even right now. From the first song yes. to the last prayer, healings, miracles, restorations, provisions are going forth. We have no doubt about it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Let me welcome Pastor Bisri. Vanange, good to be here. Thank you so much, Apostle Mose. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the opportunity to teach the word today. Yesterday I was telling the missional leaders from Worship Harvest downtown that had it not been for this man, I would have no place to minister. I really wouldn't. I would be out there pursuing something, convinced that it is the real thing. So thank you. I, I, I honor you, Apostle Mose, for producing me in the ministry, in the real sense of the word. And thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So our series is called Jesus Heals. Jesus heals. I'd like you to seriously share this link, not in theory, but for real. Share it everywhere and ask someone to tune in right now because today there's going to be so many miracles. Some of them have already been happening. Restoration, recreation of body parts. God is going to bring to life so much that has been dead in your life, regardless of how long it has been that you've had an ailment in your body. Today I'd like to introduce you to the truth that Jesus still heals. He still heals. And, 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 and that you just need to believe it, that Jesus still heals. Wherever you are, by the way, there's such a heavy anointing going on right now. Just continue to pray in the spirit even as you hear the word. Just start to receive from the Lord because things are being downloaded right now in this moment. Everywhere Jesus went as he told people were healed. Even the apostles, their shadows healed people, handkerchiefs. There is power to heal. Jesus still heals. And today I want to tell you about Jesus the healer I'm not here to tell you stories I'm not here to tell you theories I'm here to tell you that I know him as a healer there is no I'm going to tell you story after story after story after story of the evidences of Jesus my healer but you see I didn't always know him as a healer I did not. And when I did not, I'm going to tell you what went on in my life. I experienced so much chaos, but he was still a healer. But because I was unaware, I cut myself off from receiving the power that was present to heal. But I wasn't the first because even in the scriptures, you're going to see people who the power was available to heal. Jesus in himself was present, but they could not receive healing because they did not recognize that Jesus 
is a healer and he could still heal. Last week, you know, Pastor Chris came and talked about Jesus Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing, his yoke-breaking anointing, and the power, the power to heal. And people received so much healing here in the studio. We had people being healed of serious backache. We had people being healed of instant, instant healing of spinal issues. We had someone instantly healed of blood pressure, just like that. We had healing after healing just being talked about and through the week people received even at home and even today is the day because Jesus still heals. In the book of Hebrews chapter 1 verse 8 I'm going to read the Passion Translation. It will not show up on your screen but I'm going to tell you what it says. It says Jesus the anointed one is always the same yesterday, today and forever. Jesus the anointed one, the powerful one, your savior, your lord, your healer is always the same. The one who healed then still heals. The one who raised the dead then still raises the dead. The one who took away the every form of disease still takes away every form of disease. There is nothing too difficult for him and today he is present to heal. He is present to heal you today. And so some of you have known Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You've known him as your forgiver. You've known him as your friend. You've known him as your provider, but he's also your healer. He's also your healer. And I'll tell you, in, 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 2000, in 1995, yeah, I was a young girl, and I remember being told to leave the village where I lived for a, for a weekend and go to see my ailing mother. My mother was born again. I was a believer, my family were believers. And I went to see my mother who was at the end of her life because I remember I saw her I think on a Friday, stayed the weekend and on Tuesday she went to be with the Lord. And when I went to see her, she said that it was God's will, what she was going through. She, she said that it was God's will. So my mind as a little girl who was a believer got confused and convinced that God chose who to heal and who not to heal. I even believed that sickness was from the Lord. It was his will. So you can imagine, yes, I saw Jesus the healer in the scriptures, but I was disconnected from him being the same yesterday, today, and forever because I knew that my mother had told me and I had had many people say, it is the will of God. I want to tell you that it is not the will of God. Sickness has never been the will of God. It is not the will of God. When Jesus shows up on the scene in Luke chapter 4 verse 18, he declares of himself and says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me. Jesus was anointed for one purpose, for many purposes. These are them, to preach the gospel to the poor. He was sent to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed because sickness is oppression. And then he says to uh, proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Do you know that there is such a thing as an unacceptable year of the Lord? Because if he's proclaiming something acceptable, it means that he has found something contrary and he's saying, that is not of God, I reject it. I want to say to you, do not accept what is unacceptable to God. Do not protect what the enemy has placed in your life. Fight it. Fight it. In my home, we don't glorify sickness. When my children are ill, we don't give them special attention. Because I realized that as a child, that's when I got love and affection. And I started to think illness, Ill, illness was, a good, was a good thing. It gave me love. There is no record in the scripture where Jesus refused to heal anyone. Techirio. 
over and over we see that he healed them all but there were some he could not heal not because he was not able or willing but because the power was present and available to heal but they did not believe Jesus is the same yesterday today and forever he is your healer he is your healer he is your healer sickness is not acceptable to the Lord he takes no pleasure in your pain he takes no pleasure in your suffering he sent his son to purchase your salvation which includes healing but do you believe this do you believe this there's a song that the worship team sang earlier I want to sing the verse and the bridge your promise still stands great is your faithfulness your faithfulness I'm still in your hands this is my confidence you've never failed me yet your promise still someone needs to declare it great is your faithfulness your faithfulness I'm still in your hands this is my confidence you never fail me yet. come on say I sing you more yeah declare say You're more than mountains And I believe I'll see it through it again Today you made a way Where there was no way And I believe I'll see you do it again Yes, he'll do it again today Today I'm going to tell you stories from my life First of all, I want you to know that I was a Bible-believing Christian who had sickness in my body. Sickness in your body is not condemnation from the Lord. Understand that. That it's not the Lord saying, I'm not pleased with you, therefore I'm afflicting you. Because once you believe that you accept what is unacceptable to the Lord. And you know what? It was so bad that I was given a bed in the sick bay at some point. They moved me from the dormitory because it was useless. They gave me a permanent bed in the sick bay. Like you stay here because every other week you're here. They gave the bed to an S5 person who needed a bed in school and they had an extra student. And they said, why keep her in the dormitory when she's always sick? And you know what? I used to think it was very spiritual actually that I was being persecuted and I was suffering for the Lord. Let me tell you, maybe when I say I was sick, you, sickly, you think, oh, she had, let me tell you the diseases I had. I had a serious case of asthma. Those who were in school with me know I used to faint at assemblies. It was very bad. And then I had, I had peptic ulcers, so I was on a special diet. I would throw up blood, okay? Yes, my family knows this. I had very strong allergies. Every morning, I would wake up with something swollen on my face, majorly, like my lips would be so big, or I would wake up with a swollen eye, or, and it would not be painful, but you know, I had, or I would wake up with lumps on my body, just suddenly, okay? And then I had constant stomach pain that was eventually diagnosed by many specialists in Kampala as a serious case of 
What was it called? I even don't remember. Huh? Irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. Then I had malaria to the point that there's a time I pretended to be sick and my uncle took me to hospital. I wasn't ill and I had malaria plus plus. Yes. Because I didn't want to do work at home and I pretended to be ill. They took me and they tested my blood and I had it. Malaria. I had, I, and then I had skin infections that would, I, I lost nails, I would lose a nail, like my toenails would come out. Eh? Yeah. Just by themselves. And I had wounds on my body. I would just have wounds. Wounds. Just wounds out of the blue. And then I ended up, by the time I was in senior six, I ended up having what they called chronic pelvic inflammatory disease. And it was chronic. I saw specialist after specialist. They told me I had scarring in my fallopian tubes. It was so bad. I remember the doctor, Dr. Anthony, he was so sad for me, a young woman. And you know, they even told me that that disease came from people who had been having too many sexual partners. And therefore, and this was a girl who had kept herself. But somehow I had a disease for multiple. And they told me I would never have children. I tested over and over. I would go and they do scans and say the scarring is so bad. The fallopian tubes are blocked. There is no way you can ever have children. The challenge was that I was not sure God wanted to heal me. So I could not access the power that was available. I accepted this as my portion and as the will of God that I was suffering for the Lord. Friend, what you believe about Jesus can limit his power to heal you. Let me show you a story in the book of Matthew chapter 6. This is Jesus Christ. Then Jesus went out from there and came to his own country and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished saying, where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given him that such mighty works are performed by his hand? They recognize that he performed mighty, mighty things. I recognize that Jesus could heal, but I wasn't sure he could heal me. Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And are not these his sisters with us? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives and his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there. This is Jesus Christ, who is the same. He could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. That even when there was unbelief, he because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in a circuit teaching that Jesus, the anointed one, and his yoke-breaking anointing could do no mighty works in some places because the people did not believe that he could do the mighty works. Some of you today, that's why you tuned in. You've had an ailment in your body. You've carried it because it's been generational. In fact, in my family, so many people had stomach issues that we knew that that's what happens in our family. What have you accepted that is unacceptable to the Lord? Today I want you to remember Jesus still heals. His power is present today in your room, wherever you are, to break the yoke of the enemy. It is unacceptable, child of God, that you continue to carry what Jesus paid for fully with his blood. Somebody died that you might have life. Somebody took on shame. He was beaten. He was bruised. He was, he was chastised. It pleased the father that he would put sickness on him. Every cancer, every 
every boil, every pain, every infertility was put on Jesus Christ that you would never have to carry it. But you've been deceived by experience, by lack of knowledge, by not recognizing the anointed one and his yoke-breaking anointing. Because you know what? As I started to hear the gospel, and here the fact that Jesus could heal me regardless of my imperfections and that it wasn't even about me it was about him Jesus heals it's not about anything in your body look at the gospels Jesus didn't first ask them to go and do something he simply healed them yes. he simply healed it is his nature he is love he wants you well he wants you living in divine health and then he wants you to move on and become the one who breaks the yoke of the enemy who refuses sickness to reign in your family sickness to reign in your village because you've defeated it in your body but that won't happen if the river doesn't receive it cannot give you must receive today the anointed one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm going to show you two stories and then I'm going to tell you stories from my life. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 2 to 3, the Bible says, When Jesus had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him. Leprosy was like cancer, HIV, that's the big ones which we think about in society now and think they're incurable. You see, what man cannot do is the beginning point for God because he loves impossible. Okay? There is nothing impossible for those who believe. And worshipped him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Do you hear what this man is saying? He thought it's possible Jesus may be willing or unwilling. Why? He had seen how society rejected him and he thought Jesus would also be having the same feelings towards him. Some of you have carried rejection so much that you're not sure Jesus can accept you. Every time you approach him, you come with your, you, with your issues and how you've been bad and not good. Jesus doesn't care about your CV. He brings his CV. He says the spirit of the Lord is upon me. It's not about you. He has anointed me to break the yoke of the enemy in your life, my child. I don't care what you've done or not done. You don't need to qualify because Jesus qualified once and for all. And he says, Jesus put out his hand. Do you know why this is significant? This man could not be touched in society. He had bells on him from a distance ringing to announce the unclean one is coming. And Jesus showed him that, look, I am not afraid of leprosy. When I touch leprosy, it dies. It cannot affect Jesus. When Jesus touches your life, everything that is unacceptable to him must go. He declares the acceptable year of the Lord over you. And Jesus said to him, I am willing. Today Jesus wants to say to somebody, I am willing. Jesus is willing. Jesus loves you. Jesus is able to heal you. He's able to deliver you from all oppression of the enemy. Cast off that yoke today. You know, I moved from just being sick and I started having serious demonic oppression. Physical, where the door would be opened by demons. And they would come and sit on my bed and I would be awake but I couldn't move. When you allow the enemy a little access, it becomes a lot. He starts to enjoy. And immediately the leprosy was cleansed. Child of God, Jesus is willing. Someone you're listening, you're broken, you think you've messed up so much. You think that the issues of, of, your, of your fertility and reproductive health are because you did something, it doesn't matter. Jesus is willing. He wants to take away your shame today. He 
wants to heal you. Jesus is willing. Will you believe? The woman with the issue of blood shows up <laughs> in Mark 5 and, 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 and now he healed her even if she was not on the program for that day. Jesus has no favorites. He does not have favorites. He exudes power. Today, because you're here today, Jesus is here and he wants to heal you. Today, you will not live with sickness in your body because Jesus is present. His power is present to heal you. Even if you are just passing by. A certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. Some of you, your issue is now a part of your life. Everyone knows. They used to prepare me special food even in the school because of my ulcers. And they can become enjoyable. She had a flow of blood. She had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse when she heard about Jesus. Today you're hearing about Jesus. When she heard about Jesus, when you've heard about Jesus today, as I'm speaking, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. That's all she did. For she said, you see, she believed. She said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Today, decide your point of contact. If only I can just kneel down. If only I will lift my hands. If only I will sow a seed. If only I will touch the TV screen. If only I will, someone will lay hands on me. If only decide what your if only is immediately once she did what she believed would release the power the fountain of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him turned around in the crowd and said who touched my clothes but his disciples said there's a multitude thronging you but Jesus was like no someone touched me and this story ends in this woman being healed Jesus says to her daughter your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. She had, she believed, she accessed. Today you've heard and I declare that you're believing and you will access. What have you heard about Jesus? What lies have you heard that you must dismantle today? Have they told you that Jesus afflicts you with sickness because he is teaching you a lesson? It's a lie. He came to break the very power of sickness. The enemy is the oppressor. It is not your father. Jesus is not your oppressor. He wants to break the yoke of the oppressor over your life today. She was, she had, she believed, she accessed. What have you heard about Jesus? What do you need to be healed of today? Access it, child of God, because Jesus still heals. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Today, I stand before you to tell you that I have no asthma in my life. Absolutely none. In fact, people know that I don't wear sweaters. Those who know me know that I don't really own sweaters. When people are, are freezing, I moved from always having issues to being warm all the time. Okay? I have none of that. I have no ulcers. All the food I could never eat. I had a regimen of food I could never eat. I eat it. I buy matoke. I remember my uncle recently, when we hung out, I think last year, he was like, why are you eating matoke? I told him, I can eat matoke. I could not eat matoke. Oba pineapple. I eat everything. Okay, I was healed of asthma, I was healed of ulcers, I was healed of um, strong allergies, I don't have allergies, I was healed, of, I, I've never got malaria and I declared that my children will never hear of malaria, I had enough for all of them, never, never, I don't have skin infections as you can see, my, my nails are intact, my toes are intact, and you know the biggest one, when I was told that I could never have children, I had a voice lingering, yeah, let me tell you, when it comes to having children, eh? yeah, I have, can have children just like that. 
Do you know what I decided to do when we were going to get married? I remember telling my husband that since we might get pregnant immediately, let's use birth control. You know when they've told you you can't have kids and you say, I'm aware I will produce quickly. Mm. So what to do? What to do? What to do is that I am going to use... So I, I actually, and I remember that the person who went to see a, 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 one of the leading uh, gynecologists at the time said it's a very bad decision. You know your medical report, first of all, there's no point. You're not even going to have children. But if there was even a chance you're going to worsen it, what? I said no. I remember Lynette kept saying to us, and she, I hadn't told them my issues, and she kept saying, it will be done to you according to your faith. Because we asked what birth control is good. She said, it will be done to you according to your faith. So I was like, my faith is as soon as I take out the birth control, I'll have children. And when we decided to have kids, it didn't take long. Within two months, I was expecting. And you know what? I have had three children. And I've not just had three children. I have released women to have children. On record, I know at least eight women who were told they can never. One of them had a baby just two months ago in the US. I don't even know her face. She sent me a WhatsApp through her sister. We spoke. She had gone through eight IVFs. Okay? And she had now decided to stop. And I said, look, I did not just get the yoke broken off my life. I break the yoke. And so through WhatsApp, I sent a child. And she had a baby girl without IVF or anything just two months ago. I've prayed for some people here in this church and they've got children. Those who are miscarrying stopped. God doesn't just want to heal you. He wants you to become a moving disease-free zone. open ears of people. I've seen cancer healed. I've seen liver diseases healed. I have seen people receive healing because I perceive, I believe, I get so annoyed. Just on Wednesday, there was a young woman who sent a message. She lost her baby some time back and now her baby was trying other symptoms which are similar. After MC Live, I drove there. I was so angry and I went to stop the issues that were going on. The next day, when I, after she sent me a message saying, no, there's some blood in the stool, I said, absolutely not. I stopped that flow in the name of Jesus and she sent a message a few hours later and said, praise the Lord, the blood has stopped. Everything is well. Friends, I'm not giving you theory. Jesus still heals he's the same yesterday today and forever I want to share with you my last testimony today is my daughter's birthday Soraya is 7 years old today I think her picture might be on the screen happy birthday darling Soraya she's watching at home she's such a joy now, Soraya was born in 2013, a few days after independence. I remember the day before Independence Day. It was a Thursday. I was home and I felt a discomfort in my spirit. You know when you feel those things? Don't ignore them. I locked myself in the room and started praying in tongues. I felt like something was happening. A spirit of death or something. And my baby had not moved all day. So by evening, I got so concerned and called my anointed doctor. Dr. Okulo has delivered all my children. And so he said to me, come to the hospital. We went. It was one of those strange things he remembers. They would put the things on my belly and the heart rate would come from a normal one to like it disappears and it comes back, then it disappears. It was so confusing. We sat there like for two hours and he said, you know what, go home. We declared over the baby. The next day my waters broke while I was on my way to the saloon and I called my husband. I remember that it was Friday. We were doing pizza at the hub and I drove up to the hub and he came and we went to the hospital. And Soraya came. You know what, on the operating table when this baby came out, 
for more than two minutes, at least on our record, more than two minutes, according to the videos, Jeremy, my husband, was recording. Up to now, I'm like, why would you be recording at such a time? She did not breathe for more than two minutes. There's a video, they've blurred it for you because it's a bit disturbing, but you see a baby who is limp completely. She's as good as dead. You see her? She doesn't move, she doesn't breathe, nothing. Okay? Absolutely no movement, completely no movement. And I was on the operating table going, why isn't the baby crying? Why isn't that Emma is laughing and saying, all is well, and the nurses are saying, doctor, don't laugh. They're saying, baby, breathe, baby, breathe. My crazy husband has a video on. I asked him later, why would you do that? And he said, I was recording a testimony. For more than two minutes, that baby did not breathe. She was dead. Explain to me how a child has no oxygen going to their brain for over two minutes. And they are perfectly well. I am not here to tell you a theory. your situation he's not indifferent I don't care I don't know what lie you have believed but I am talking about a God who brought my daughter back to life and it's on record Jesus still heals he's the same yesterday today and forever he has no favorite children have you believed about him? Jesus Christ, the anointed one, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm not just healed. I am a destroyer of the works of the enemy. That is who you are. Do not disqualify yourself from the healing power of Jesus Christ today. He still heals. He is willing. He is able. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'll end with Acts 10.38. It says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who went with the Holy Spirit and with power. Jesus is not anointed for his own good. It's for you. He went about doing good, healing all who are oppressed by the devil. Why? God was with him. God is here in this studio today. And as Apostle Mose comes right now, I want you to position yourself. I don't know what posture you want to take. Get on your knees. Lift up your hands. Wherever you are, if there's a sickness in your body, Jesus wants to destroy it today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, child of God. He loves you. He hates you to be in pain. He doesn't want you to suffer. I don't know what you may be on your deathbed right now, but we cancel that report in the name of Jesus. We speak life back into you in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Oh, your savior, the one who died for you, the one who purchased your healing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you, Jesus. 
What a word. What a word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Start praying. Start praying wherever you are. Start praying in the spirit wherever you are. Start praying. Start praying. Receiving. 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 In a, in a minute, I'm going to ask Pastor B3 to pray for sickness to go. Sickness to go away. To go away. To go away. Wherever you are, YouTube, Facebook, Spirit FM, or if you're watching this afterwards, I want you to know there are people here in the studio who are praying for you. They are praying for you. Yes. This is the day. This is the day. Some of you, you've, you've suffered for so long. Yeah, this is, this is the day for breaking the things you've suffered from for so long. Come on, just keep praying in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Someone needs to start giving thanks. Start giving thanks for your healing. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. You are blessed, Lord. Oh, we bless your name, we bless your name, we bless your name. We bless your name. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve praise. Worthy is your name, worthy is your name, Jesus, you deserve the praise, worthy is your name, thank Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Just pray for everyone who... Child of God, wherever you are, maybe you have not even met Jesus, Lord, of your life yet. I want you to believe that even now before you do it, he's willing to heal you. Okay? So I want you to place your hand where the pain is. Even if it's an emotional pain that you've been suffering, just place your hand where it is. Mental illness, everything goes today. I speak a holy anger to arise in your heart. A hatred for sickness, knowing that it is someone cheating you and you're taking what belongs to you. If it's a loved one who you're away from right now, you send the word. Psalm 107 verse 20 says he sent his word and healed their diseases and delivered their souls from destruction. You can send the word. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your yoke-breaking anointing available today. According to your word, O oh Lord, you have said that we will heal the sick. We will heal the sick. So today, in the name of Jesus Christ, the risen one, the powerful one, the anointed one, we send healing power through these screens right now, through this radio right now. We command sickness to bow at the name of Jesus. We destroy sickness, cancer, headaches, migraines, stomach complications, ulcers, every sickness named and unnamed, whatever your name is, the name of Jesus trumps you. 
you. We trample you underfoot. We destroy you, you ugly devil. We command you to leave the body of every child of God right now and never return in the mighty name of Jesus. Mental sickness, we bind you. We render you powerless from today in the name of Jesus. Every demon flees. Some of you right now are experiencing deliverance from demons. Yes, yes, yes. Get out and never return in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Right now, child of God, I want you to try doing what you could never do before. Start doing it in the name of Jesus. Come on, come on. And I need you to testify immediately of what the Lord has done in your life. Yes, Lord. Father, we release power to heal. We release power. Yes, we release power. Someone you're feeling more intense pain than you were even feeling before. It's going in the name of Jesus. It's going in the name of Jesus. Reject sickness in your life. It is not the will of the Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the testimonies. Thank you for the freedom. Oh, Jesus, thank you for paying the price. Just go ahead. Call out anything. You know. There's, there's, there's a, a, a person you, you've had a sharp pain in your head around here just above the eye God is healing that in the name of Jesus we rebuke that pain we command it to go right now there's a lady who has been sick to a point of death um, she's putting on a kind of beige sort of top I think it's a night or something like that it's a beige in color you're light skinned we speak healing to you yes, right now. In the name we of declare Jesus. that you will not die. No. You will live to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Spirit of death, we rebuke in you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' you name. We command you to let go of her. Rise and be healed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The, the, is, God is dealing with what has been called incurable diseases. Certain. Specifically, incurable. To who? Yep, yep, to who? Yep, yep, yep. There is nothing incurable for Jesus Christ. So every person who has been given a report of an incurable illness today, we cast that sickness in the name of Jesus and we command healing. Never again will you carry the shame of that sickness in the name of Jesus. We command the blood. Some of you need to take Holy Communion right now as a sign of the blood of Jesus mixing with your blood because the life is in the blood. Go ahead. There's someone who has been having itching, body itching. Eh? Your skin itches. Today is the last day. In the, name of in the name of Jesus we stop that body itching you will not need Amen. medication to relieve you anymore Amen. in the name of Jesus Amen uh, there's, there's someone at home and, and you, you are you're waiting for a specific disease to be mentioned for someone in your household and God is asking you to go and heal that person Amen. go and lay hands and let that person receive their healing. You have received a gift of healing. So he would like you to go and heal that person in your house for whom you're believing healing for. Uh, holes in the heart. 
are being healed Amen. right now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, there are a couple of people, you have holes in your heart. I, 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 I command your heart to be well in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There's a witness I have, and Jesus is saying, every sickness that was ailing B3, he is healing. Amen. He's Amen. doing it again. Amen. So peptic ulcers, skin itches, I don't know, bowel irritation, everything she has mentioned and testified, Amen. he is healing. Amen. There's someone you have a challenge with, I think it's your bladder, there is an organ just on the side of your navel, there's been a pain there, a sharp pain that's downward. God is healing that. We rebuke that in Jesus' name and we command it out of your body to the glory of the Father in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I hear the word Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, like a, 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 a fresh anointing, a fresh outpouring. Amen. That, that God would like to equip us. <laughs> To equip us so there's a fresh anointing just just lift up your hands and posture yourself to receive to receive from the holy spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus for your holy spirit there are people speaking with new tongues right now then there are people speaking with tongues that they've never spoken before there's a download happening right now there's a download happening in people's minds you're receiving instruction Holy Spirit you are welcome here thank you so much thank you so much Holy Spirit Move in power, move in power, move in power. There's someone um, you have been convinced that God doesn't care about your issue. You've been convinced that God doesn't care about your issue, and that's the farthest thing from the truth. Jesus has compassion over you. He both cares and has the ability to heal. So receive his love right now and receive the healing power of God. You're feeling right now a, a flow of heat over you and, and, and that's him touching you and he's healing you. He cares for you. He loves you. He was beaten that you will be healed. Receive the healing in Jesus' name. There's someone... Um, you, you keep receiving attention because of the sickness. And now it's like that thing which, it brings you attention and a seeming affection. Okay? You need to stop. You need to stop talking about it. You need to stop making, like basically even it's my what, my allergies, my this. It is back again. It is stop it. That thing leads to death. Okay? sickness is not from the Lord you are entertaining the devil and he will come and not only rob you but your, your children as well he will take way more than just from you so receive the love of the father you don't need the attention of men through sickness receive the love of the father today today and decide not again 
will you try to use that thing to get you pity, attention, and affection? Amen, amen. Someone, your mom is unwell, and God is saying, it started the day you lied at work, saying you cannot come to work because your mother is unwell. That is when the sickness started. So God is asking you to use your words to reverse it, to repent, to repent and speak healing over your mother. He's saying, that's the day it started. The day you said, I cannot come to work because my mother is unwell. You spoke a thing to life and God is asking you, to reverse it, to use your words to turn that situation around. Amen. We're going to do three things, maybe, as, as we start to close this service. Uh, I'm going to share uh, something like this we've been sharing. It's, it might annoy some of you, so I want you to be ready not to be offended and not to be annoyed. Because I know it's one of the ploys of the enemy to keep you in bondage. Yeah. And then we will worship together. And as we worship, uh, a lot of sicknesses are going to continue to be healed. A lot Amen. of reversals are going to happen. A lot of miracles Amen. are going to happen. And then uh, we will uh, pray again for continued healing. And we'll invite some of you to get saved. Maybe you already want to get saved now. You, you don't have to wait to the end. There's a number on your screen. You just send a message saying, I've received Christ. Amen. Amen. So let me start by sharing that uh, uh, the Bible encourages us to make noise about the works of God. Yes. About the things that God has, has done. And it tells us, that's why we started the praise and testimonies page. And, and it's doing its job, even with some challenges. But people are talking about the works of God. Okay? Now, why? Because the more you talk about the works of God, the more he does Amen. these things. Amen. Yeah. Now, the... the enemy uses the same tactic. Now, there, there is a very well-meaning there are very well-meaning campaigns to bring about awareness of certain sicknesses and conditions. And sometimes whole months are, are dedicated awareness of this disease, awareness of that condition, awareness. Because sometimes people don't know that those things exist. And so maybe you are trying to warn people to go get early testing, early detection, so you can deal with it, or not to neglect. Like sometimes people don't know there may be children with certain conditions and parents with those children have been so stigmatized that they have to, they just leave, lock the children in their houses. And so in a bid to be compassionate, we create awareness around those issues. Yes. Or awareness around depression, mental health, awareness around types of cancers and all of that. And all of that is good. And it is well-meaning, but it can get you to be more aware yes of the sickness than the healer. Yes. 
And what you focus on grows. Absolutely. What you focus on grows. The Bible says that we are we with unveiled face, mm -hmm. beholding as, as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being turned into the same image from glory, from glory to glory, even by the glory of God. That's the same thing. When you, with unveiled face you behold the sickness yeah. and talk about it and become the chief campaigner. You design the posters. You go out. You're really promoting sometimes without knowing the work of the enemy. So, I am all, and this can sound insensitive, I am for the awareness of Jesus. Amen. Above everything. Yes. At the end of the day, it's Jesus who's going to make Amen. So, do not be offended if you are involved in those campaigns. I have compassion for those things. I participate in some of those things to a degree because of my role as a pastor. But I want us to become radically aware of Jesus. Because that stuff is not the work of the Lord. No. And so it can't be what we are promoting. Am I making sense? Okay, start praying, people. Start praying. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.